the Koi Gig Pod on OTB Sports. I'm so sad. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> it, it took me a minute. It actually took me a minute to realise what just happened. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB's Rugby Daily with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered to your door. Deliveroo. Food. We get it. Welcome to Monday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, good news for Andy Farrell as World Cup preparations start to get serious. Eddie Jones explains Australia's Bledisloe Cup pummeling and the Ospreys are off to London. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered to your door. Deliveroo. Food. We get it. First up today, it's all getting very, very real as we enter the first week of Ireland's meaningful World Cup preparations. Italy visit the Aviva Stadium this Saturday in Ireland's first warm-up fixture. The Azzurri started out on the road to France last Saturday with a 25-13 defeat to Scotland at Murrayfield. Former Ireland at half Ben Healy kicked four out of five in what was his first start for his new country. Ireland head coach Andy Farrell, meanwhile, has a full deck from which to deal for this Saturday's game. Suspended captain Jonathan Sexton is the only confirmed absentee. Sticking with matters domestic, on a Friday evening, Greg Barrett was appointed as the 134th president of the IRFU. A member of Cork Con, Barrett was part of the Munster side that famously beat the All Blacks at Salmon Park in 1978. He started at Inside Centre that afternoon. Barrett has served as captain, president and chair of management of Cork Con and has been Munster delegate on the IRFU committee since 2013. In 2020, Barrett was elected to the position of junior vice president of the association and is also a member of the IRFU management committee. Now, Eddie Jones has urged Wallaby supporters to stick with his side in the wake of Saturday's 38 points to 7 defeat at the hands of the All Blacks. Australia started brightly at the MCG, much as they had done two weeks prior, with an early try from number 8 Rob Valenti, cancelling out Shannon Frizzle's opener for New Zealand. From there on, though, it was one-way traffic, with the All Blacks adding two more tries before half-time. Caleb Clark, Mark Talea and Rieko Ione all crossed the whitewash in the second half to secure the return of the Bledisloe Cup. It was Jones' third consecutive defeat since returning as Australia head coach, with some former Northern Hemisphere players claiming the Wallabies were too quick to ditch Dave Rennie, but Jones is confident of turning things around. Yeah, where there's life, there's hope, mate. Uh, look, I've coached teams like this before, and you can turn it around. Yeah, you can turn And I saw enough today there to know that we can be a bloody good team. Uh, and it doesn't look like it at the moment you're sitting there thinking, shit, what's this bloke talking about? But I'm telling you, boys, we can turn around and be a very good team. Um, so for the fans, they've got to keep being uh, hopeful, keep praying, whatever God they've got, keep praying to, that we turn it around. We will. We will. Don't worry, we will. Things are far rosier for the All Blacks, of course, who've now won all three of the Rugby Championship fixtures, securing bonus points in two of them. A disappointing autumn led to the decision for head coach Ian Foster to go after the World Cup. He's been happy, though, with their recent underdog status, but thinks that cover may be blown by recent performances. Yeah, well, maybe if you guys could dampen some of your headlines, it'd be good. We can keep on the radar for a little bit longer. Look, I I don't think, um, you know, I, I think... Um, what what other people think is kind of irrelevant to us. We're trying to build something that that um, that gets us where we want to be. And you know, I think we've we made the point early is that um, we feel the best way to prepare for the big stage is to prepare for the big stage every week, and that's what we've had to learn. And so, you know, we we know that we had we had some growing up to do as a team. 
coming into this year and you know so far we've taken three pretty strong steps forward which we're pretty proud of um, but I'm not sure it's quite enough just yet. Sia Khaleesi won't be making his comeback from injury this weekend. The 2019 World Cup winning captain is among 16 Springboks players left at home by management for their warm-up game with Argentina in Buenos Aires. Orgy Snyman, Peter Steph Dutois, Eben Etzebeth, Oxen Che, Faf de Klerk, Chesin Kobe and Henry Pollard will also be kept in reserve. Such is their strength in depth, but John Klein is among the chosen 26 that will travel to the Argentine capital. The box were far from sparkling in a 22 points to 21 win over the Pumas at Ellis Park at the weekend. Argentina fullback Juan Cruz Malia could miss this weekend's game following his sighting. In charging down box scrum half Grant Williams during the first half, Malia's hip made contact with Williams' head in the follow-through and he has been cited for reckless or dangerous play. Malia will face a disciplinary committee hearing tomorrow. Staying with the Springboks and Razi Rasmus has revealed that he and Jacques Nienaber almost quit during the 2021 Lions Tour. You may recall that 10 days prior to the first test, a meeting of South Africa A and the Lions was almost called off due to COVID protocols in place at the time. In his new autobiography, Razi, Stories of Life and Rugby, Erasmus wrote, this is probably where the tour started turning sour. He added, I called a group of players and the management to my room and asked them to trust me. I said we couldn't continue under the current situation where we were stuck in the hotel with the Lions playing rugby I said how the fuck are we going to play against the Lions if we don't play this South Africa A game in Cape Town we were going to get a beating because we weren't match fit and needed that game before the tests I then wrote a letter to Yuri Roo Erasmus continues in which I told him that Jacques and I were resigning because we couldn't just throw away the Springboks name like that I said we were in an impossible situation and while I knew we were on life support financially and South Africa rugby needed the series to go ahead we couldn't carry on. Erasmus and Neighbor, of course, stayed on. The game went ahead and the box eventually won the series. As reported here on Rugby Daily a fortnight or so ago, the Ospreys are heading for London. The Welsh region have confirmed that they'll play one of their home fixtures in the coming season's URC in the English capital. With Swansea City holding precedence in home fixture clashes, three games have to be played away from their Swansea.com home. One of the November 3rd visit of the Celsius Sharks, the New Year's Day derby with Cardiff, or the March 30th showdown with the Emirates Lions will be played in the English capital. The most likely venue is the Twickenham Stoop. The Sharks game is the most likely to be moved to London with Bridgend and Swansea's St Helens grounds likely to pick up the other fixtures. Finally some sad news on which to finish a Welsh rugby legend Clive Rowlands has passed away at the age of 85. He started his international playing career as captain and kept the job for each of his 14 appearances. Rowlands was appointed as Wales head coach in 1968 at the time the youngest ever to do so. Under his tutelage and aided by the talents of the likes of Barry John, Gareth Edwards, Gerald Davies, J.P.O. Williams and Mervyn Davies, Wales won the Five Nations outright twice and also shared the honour with France. They won the Triple Crown and Grand Slam as well under Roland's stewardship. He later managed Wales at the inaugural World Cup in 1987 and two years later was manager of the Lions Tour to Australia. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed for all of our latest rugby podcasts first. My name is Richie McCormack. I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo on Wednesday. Thanks for listening.